Welcome to Keeping Curious, the podcast that explores creative living through conversations with artists, designers and anyone in between. So whether you're just starting out, feeling stuck or a little lonely in the studio, I'm here to keep you company and keep you curious. Today I'm in the studio of Sally Howden, a graphic designer extraordinaire. <laughs> she has a creative business on the side doing wedding invitations and she's also a mum of one two-year-old called Cora. Um, I've known her for 10 years and we met at art school. I know, 10 years. Um, but I'm really interested to catch up with how she's getting on uh, balancing everything in her really busy life. Really busy life. Yeah. So, hi Sally. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, in my thanks, house. Thanks for having me in your house. That's all right. I provided dinner and a Viennetta. Yeah, well. So the ice creams are available. <laughs> We're not the BBC. Oh, yeah. Um, I know you hate this question, so let's just get it out of the way. What does creativity mean to you? Ah, Okay, I suppose creativity means, like, the freedom of being able to take somebody's brief or take, like, an idea that somebody has in their head and then make it your own and make them love it. Okay. Which is what I do on a daily basis, whether I'm at my other job or I'm doing the invites... I normally start off with a brief. It's not very often I get a, I don't know what I want. Yeah. So I get a, oh, I want this, this and this. And I'm like, okay, let's do that. But also let's do a little bit of this as well. And you get to put your bit of personality into yeah. everything you do. And nine times out of ten, they'll actually go for what I want. Because they're like, oh, yeah, well, that makes more sense. That's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. That's yeah. why you're paying me. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what your, I think creativity. Yeah, your creativity for hire. Yeah. <gasps> C for H. C for H. So, obviously, I said that we met at art school. Yeah. Ten years ago. Scary. Dun, dun, dun. Is, it, is it ten? It, it's our anniversary in September. Oh, How could you forget? how exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so, what made you go to art school? Because you were like me, that you didn't go straight away from school. Yeah. So, I suppose, when I did my A-levels, and... Um, my whole school was like pushing for university. You've got to go to uni. You've got to do this. And you've got to get a degree. And I was like, why? Mm. <laughs> why do I have to do that? Why can't I just do something that I want? And because I didn't know what I want, I did a year of just working and traveling. So I'd work for like three months solid and then go and travel and go and do like Europe and wherever I ended up. You did New York, didn't you? I did New York. I did... Uh, Prague? Prague. You know more than me. I did to that many places and drank so much alcohol. <laughs> that, that's why I places. remember more than you. <laughs> Hungary. I went to Budapest. Um, I've been to Berlin. Yeah, all over the shop, basically. Yeah. And um, and then I came back, and it was like coming up to say like Septembery time, and like and it's a new new school year, so to speak. And I was like, oh, I suppose I should really do something now. <laughs> and uh, I applied for for yeah for for art school and thought well. I don't really know what I want to specify in, so let's go and do that and a bit of everything, and then just decide then what route I want to go down. And was it quite obvious to you once you started what route you did want to go down? No. (laughs) (laughs) Quite the opposite, Polly, if you remember. Um, We didn't really do any graphics, or we did one lesson. True. And they put us on Photoshop. I don't even remember that one. Which you can't really do graphics in. Photoshop is for editing photographs. Yeah. 
and I that's the only thing I use Photoshop for is editing photographs. I don't do it for graphics. No. So really, no. <laughs> Not a year wasted because I met you. <laughs> um, and obviously like and, and other people who are now like big parts of my life and, and like it was interesting to get a grasp of everything. Obviously we did the life drawing which I'd never done before which was brilliant. And, and hilarious. Then we did, and then we did sculpture which yep. is so much fun and felt making. <laughs> not fun <laughs> for anyone interested and don't do that um or do it whatever it's fun uh, <laughs> and then yeah and then I guess like I came out of it thinking I wanted to do photography but you did uh graphics for your final major project I did but if you remember awfully I did it in photoshop <laughs> you did do it in photoshop which would be a massive no-no for me if I went back in time I would tell myself off right there and go, no, <laughs> because actually they're pointless because yeah. I did them at a certain size. They pixelate. Which they pixelate because it's not done properly. So therefore, Mr. College. <laughs> Looking I... back, would you go again? Oh yeah. It was yeah. so much fun. <laughs> I mean, we went to Venice. We did go to Venice. And we went to that weird sex museum in London when everybody else chose to go to a proper art gallery. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had some good times, and we, you know, we had we had such a laugh. And so yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have changed that aspect for it. And it's good because it gave me a bit of direction. Yeah. Then it took me on to my um, second course there, mm. which was my foundation degree, no diploma. Yeah. Um, which I did two years there, starting off as a photographer, and then I met this um, awesome lecturer who now runs like a massive. Like, she was very cool. Yeah, she was very cool. You should try and get her. I should try and get her. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Miranda, if you're listening, totally get in touch because it'll be wicked. We're very much tagging you in. <laughs> she owns um, Clutter, which is a huge toy emporium knowing all these amazing I think artists. She's in New York. Yeah, she's got yeah. a shop now just outside of New York. Yeah. Um, she's like Bezzy Mates with like Tyra McPherson, which is one of my biggest like girl crushes slash artist crushes <laughs> ever it's nice when they combine yeah it's always good um and then like ron english who does all that i don't know if you've seen him like the fat um mr frosty from the the kellogg's and the and like the really weird sort of um ronald mcdonald like, uh, yeah. models and stuff like that um so that's really cool so basically she pretty much made me who i am thanks um because she was like right you're gonna have to learn the pen tool that's what you need to do mm. get, uh, get illustrator and learn the pen tool and i went okay yeah and i did and it's transformed your life yeah i never thought about that before yeah that's weird <laughs> well i think that the your style was there before but you hadn't been guided and given yeah. the right tools to express it because yeah. i think that you did portraits for the final major, major project in yeah. Um, college and they're still kind of what you would do even though it's a lot more refined now in your spare time if yeah. you do get a chance to do anything it was mainly portraits yeah and yeah. I think that that's that stayed with you in how you express yourself but definitely that transition to vector art yeah. and all your interests around that probably did get sparked yeah by her yeah 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 see I think um we obviously did a college course in Litchfield yes and I went on to do different degrees and I met lots of different people. But I think that there's so many success stories 
out of that class because I think it was such a diverse group of people yeah. that everyone's gone off in completely different directions and mm. made their own field. Well, everyone's doing something within yeah. the arts. Which is unheard of. When, when, when does that ever happen? We've got like people who are doing stuff for like um, like cards and like, like greetings cards. Yeah. We've got people who are designing like clothes and watches for like Disney and stuff yeah. like that, which is Jade. You've got Jimmy who runs his own like print shop now. Yeah. Um, Ellie's a tattoo artist. Yeah. And it's just, it's really interesting, isn't it? Mm. Um, and the other, LA. Yeah, she's amazing. She does some She's awesome doing all sorts stuff. of solo shows. And, yeah. It's just um, really funny, isn't it? And it's crazy, but I suppose that everyone's been hustling in their own way for 10 years. And it's it's great to see the journey from that seed yeah. to, to where they are now. And yeah, yeah. I look back at that project with Jimmy with his dark cave of doom. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my plaster man. Yeah, where you... You actually plastered one of my coats, thinking it was <laughs> it was a prop. Like, yeah, <laughs> that that was actually essential to the final piece. A sixty pound coat. <laughs> it looked good in plaster. It did look good in plaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my portraits with the emotions. That's yeah. what it was, wasn't it? Like portraying yeah. like emotions in in like illustration and showing how like important it was to like get like facial expressions right. Mm. And that's what I wanted to like focus on. Yeah. So you went on to do the degree yes. at the same college. What did yes. you do after that? So I did my first two years carrying on at Litchfield, uh, where I thought again specifying in photography and stuff, and then I met Miranda and, and things. And then we um I completed my degree by going to um Staffordshire University, Stoke Campus, and did a oh hang on, let me see if I can get this right. Um Oh, what was my what was my degree title? See, this is how important it was <laughs> that I can't actually remember. Cultural and creative industries, uh, specialising in graphic design and digital media. Some, some, I'm sure it had business thrown in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, entrepreneurship. That's the one. Entrepreneurship for creative and cultural industries, specialising in graphic design and digital media. Why did you pick that course? Because that was the one that followed on from the one that I'd done. For yeah. Two years. It's, that's what it was it's quite the title it was mental <laughs> absolutely mental but I passed with a 2-1 one, one mm-hmm. mark off a first we'll annoying just say. <laughs> um, but not many people out of the course passed it was a small group maybe mm. like 18 of us I'd say probably only like 9 or 10 actually graduated mm. and there was only one person who got a first and then there was a couple handful that got two ones and the rest got two twos it was mm. really like like I, I was surprised, not going to lie, <laughs> that I did as well as I did. But I suppose I could, I, would, I sort of was like building up a skill that I could take, which is what the course is about. Yeah. Having a skill already, not being taught a skill. Yes. So you took your skill and then applied it to like real work. So I got myself um, uh, like work experiences, which ended up me having a job. Yeah. From that. Um, and then... Um, yeah, just building up all this kind of like building up a portfolio basically of like pretend work, but actually it was it was interesting. Yeah. And then yeah, so graduated there and then got a job working with one of the ladies that I'd um done some work experience for. Who's now a ceramicist who I also want to interview. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you are now a senior graphic designer yeah. where you are. Yeah. Um and you're obviously a practicing graphic designer, but I think one of 
the things that we've spoken about is you're now part of the hiring process as well. Yeah. So what do you look for when you're looking to hire someone? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I suppose in normal interview practice, you would look for somebody who in on paper like has all the qualifications that you'd need with me i didn't want that so mm. i when i looked for a junior um i had 70 people apply so i mean after like getting rid of like the the faff basically yeah. i probably had like 30 or 40 that like had decent um portfolios i whittled that down to uh, I think it was like six or seven because I didn't want to give myself just a massive process like interviewing like 40 people and then I had yeah. to pick one it's just, I wasn't into that so I picked the ones that were like I suppose like similar age range like similar maybe not almost similar style but had a, a similar interest so looking at people who did mainly web design because obviously that's what I do in that in that job it is web design primarily with little bits of like branding and, and other and all the other stuff that falls under it um and then i interviewed these six people and it wasn't really an interview i said to them at the start look if you want an interview where i sit down and ask you questions to answer so if you're not that's not what i'm after i need someone that one i can click with and two is going to be able to like bounce ideas off like off mine yeah and um and so i asked them to bring a portfolio of work in and we looked through all this stuff and i got them to explain everything and you could tell the ones that just come out of art college. So they had meanings for everything. <laughs> you know how like we had to. Yeah. Oh, it's a theory. Like no, it's I did it because I wanted to, and that's what I wanted. Yeah. I did it because it looked good. Mm. And I was like, okay. And then I finally whittled it down to three people, and then and then one. And um, his portfolio was. It was funnily enough not massively web based. He'd done websites, re- like. Um, but it wasn't all web stuff. It was a lot of like layout, mm. and that's good because you can teach if they can layout like print layout. You you can web layout with a little bit of guidance. Yeah, it's hard to do it the other way around. Mm. I I find, um, and so yeah, so that's what normally I'd go for, and someone I can click with because mm. it is going to be me basically going. Well, I don't know. Oh, 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 <laughs> I've got a designer's blog. You do this one because I can't do it. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly how you are at work. Yeah. <laughs> Except when there's a client in, then I'm yeah. really good. So yeah. would you, under those kind of guidelines, have hired yourself straight out of college? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, I hadn't done a lot of web at all. Mm. Um, it was mainly, like, branding and bits of print, like, you know, like, point of sale. Um, yeah. I hadn't done a lot of uh, of actually like web stuff, and it wasn't until I'd gone and did some uh, freelance work. Well, no, when I worked for this lady who had done the work experience for back in mm. university, that I um, that I learned like proper web design and you know where to put stuff. And, and even then, if I look back at some of the stuff I did then, and like now, I'm like, oh god, <laughs> <That's> horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just trends, and it it's a journey as well. Like yeah. It, you've developed a hell of a lot over yeah, 10 yeah. years well I'd hope so mm. well, but you are you are right that so much trends and I think we're going to look back and we'll cringe at some of the Pinteresty trends that are around now well yeah in 10 years time yeah probably I'll look back I'll probably look back at stuff I've done now and go 
Oh, what was I thinking? Yeah, that's awful. <laughs> but that's just it. You've got to keep up with the trends. You've got to keep up with like the stuff that's going on and like what works. You've got to think about user experience. Like it's not so much with the with the web design. It is about the experience of the user. Mm. Not so much always what looks nice. Sometimes the most annoying websites look the best. Yeah. Because that, you that's... just want to find out the price of something and yeah, you can't yeah. even find the product. And that's the frustration. So that's my like, middle ground. I have to find something that looks amazing, but also something that's going to work. Mm. And like, there's a whole like the three-click theory. Like, people don't want to do more than three clicks before they find out the information that they've got on the website for. Mm. So that's what I always try and do. Yeah, I personally hate pop-ups. Yeah. I don't want to subscribe. Although, I found out the other day that <laughs> I don't want to subscribe. <laughs> I found out the other day that they're called website takeovers. Someone told just, me. I've literally clicked off websites because they pop up. Yeah. Because I, I don't well, have hey, that much time. Put your email address in and we'll give you more information. Fuck off. Okay, well, I just swear. Maybe not. You can so, swear. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mum. <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. So, we talked a little bit in the beginning that you are a senior graphic designer. Yes. But you do that part-time. Yes. So, the rest of your time, as well as looking after Cora, who we'll get to in a moment, mm. uh, you have your own business. I do. How, what is the business and how did you start it? What, what was the motivation? Well, it was you. That wasn't a leading question at all. No, no. Um, so I've been running uh, I Do Invites, which is a um, bespoke... I'd say primarily wedding stationery, but it doesn't it doesn't, doesn't find line there. Um, I, I do do other stuff, but the 90% of the time is just weddings. And, um, yeah, I've been going for about a year now, and I do things from, like, initial save the dates and letting people know there's a wedding coming. And then I do the invites to let people know they are coming. And then um, I do the all the on-the-day stuff, so things like table plans and place cards and table names and all sorts of stuff. And I get some really bizarre... Um, it's like things that people want and I'm like oh, okay I can do that especially when people get involved and they decide to tell their clients that I that I can do custom matchboxes I wouldn't know who would give no, that idea no no definitely not <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my my start off was actually you mm. you were the first wedding that I'd ever done um, and I did your invites you did everything yeah I did everything and I mean everything <laughs> Because you were one of my, you were my first and biggest client still to date, with a forty million page book of the day. You make me sound so demanding. Oh, but no, we had fun. And yeah, that was an awesome invite. It was. It's still one of my. I still want to print it out as a poster. Yeah. Because it had particularly the night. Yeah. Poster you the did the night poster. I think I need to get that framed because it had Thai dancers and a bear and a film reel. A gramophone. And a gramophone. And a, You I just think, made my dreams come true. It was amazing. Literally, I put in everything that you asked for. Yeah. And I still get comments on it now saying that that's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So you obviously did my wedding, but it yeah. was a little bit after that that you decided to go and set it up as a business yeah so i did like friends of like their friends had come to me and asked me to do their like wedding stationery like because they knew i was a graphic designer and i did a couple here and there and i was like oh actually 
I could probably do this and make it more of a thing, make it my thing. Yeah. Because everybody loves a wedding, everybody's getting married, like, you know, it's one of them things, and it's just, yeah, it's just fun. And so, yeah, it took a while, but then I decided, yeah, let's do it. And yeah, now we go for just over, well, a year and a year and a half. Year and a half. Year and a half. I do invites. It's been running, and I'm so busy, <laughs> but it's brilliant. It's good. So, how are you finding the balance between your day job and your? I don't want to call it a side project, but no. your creative business. Um, at the minute, I've got a nice balance. Like my work is my work, and I go to work, and then I do that, and then I come home, and I am unlucky in the situation that I don't really have to do much at home mm. afterwards so then my time is taken up by spending the like the last um a couple of hours before Cora goes to bed with her and then I just jump straight on it and uh, I normally do things like invoicing or quotes or I do like research or I do actual design or I do build mm. and that's pretty much how it how it sort of runs so I have like a to-do list and then I prioritize uh what is what comes first basically who came first or whose weddings are first or whose deadlines are first yeah so occasionally i'll get ones who are getting married like two years down the line and they're like yeah let's do some stay of the dates it's really casual we don't have to send them out so quickly and then i get ones like uh holy shit i'm getting married in three months time and i forgot to invite people <laughs> that does and happen. i'm like okay and it, that has happened it has happened and i'm like right well they have to come first yeah so they jump the queue. Yeah. So, what is your home setup like? You're in it. <laughs> so describe it. Uh, well, apart from the giant inflatable penis left over from my hendo, which isn't normally there. Um, Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> so we have my office, which is like it's like a it's like a double double bedroom size. It's quite nice. We like. Um, Fitted wardrobes all down the one side, which is full of samples and bits of cardboard and stuff. And then I have a desk on the wall, which is like my little my safe haven, and it's grey and it's beautiful and it's minimal, and I love it. Apart from the stuff on it, <laughs> just needs sorting out a bit. But you see, I normally have like two trays, so that's like my in tray and my out tray. So that's stuff invoices I've got to do and invoices I have done, and then I've got my computer and I've got. Uh, a printer and normally there's nothing else on there apart from like a desk calendar my camera and then like an inspirational quote because you've got to love one of them yeah and i love my minimal clock it is a very minimal clock there's no numbers on it it's just guesswork <laughs> i don't know why i have it really i think it, i just need something to fill that wall space you didn't think of artwork <laughs> and then directly behind is another desk which is full of samples so um, this is my desk that I keep uh, samples that I'm working on at the moment or um, artwork I'm working on at the moment or things I need to build or things I need to generally like package up for clients and also my sample basket which I go and take with me to clients and a sofa which pulls out into a bed. Which is very comfy. Which is very comfy. So if this is your setup at the moment. Yeah. Describe your dream setup. What would be the perfect creative space for white, you? White, clean, like beach wood. You know, like okay. that white washed like, like beach wood. Not yeah. like beach. Not like the 
oh, not like this. Yeah. But like white. Whitewash. Yeah, like on a beach. (laughs) (laughs) So beach wood that's actually wood that's on a beach. On a beach, yeah, that (laughs) smells like the sea. Okay. UK or abroad? Oh, now that's a good question. I'd probably say UK. You know, you can't knock the UK for what it's worth. Okay. Down by the sea, though. And probably down south where it's a little bit warmer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. So it'd be whitewashed and very minimal. Yeah. And then I want like a stand or some sort of like cool like shelving bit with all my samples on. Yeah. Just for like ever people do come into like my space, they can see what I've got on offer. Mm. Unfortunately, I'm in a rented property currently and I can't decorate what I'd like but I'd get rid of this ugly-ass green carpet for a start. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, just change a few things around. But with the limited space, this is my this is my area. This is your little creative haven. Yeah. So, Cora's obviously changed your life dramatically. Just a bit. <laughs> <laughs> How has that affected your creativity? I thought you were going to ask something else. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yeah, she's a funny one because, like, she, because I get, uh, how do I explain this? Because she takes up so much of my time and because I wouldn't, I couldn't even think about my life without her, um, she's probably one of the reasons that, like, I I probably started the, I don't want to say side business, it's not side business, no, it's, it's my not. business. The reason I started that, because I suppose my ideal like in the future when it you know is to just to have children and be able to run my own business and that be it and me not have to worry about you know having another job on the side and I can focus more of my time on me and then and then Cora any future future children (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so I guess really she's one of the main reasons why I did it because I'd love to be able to be like a, you know, a, not a stay-at-home mom, but a mm. working mom from home. Yeah, and a I've flexible. Got, can yeah. go to sports days, but yeah, will be mom boss. Yeah, and um, yeah, I want to be mom boss. I want to have Cora and future children. Yeah, so I can be that like mom that like can take you know and think. Oh, okay. My kid has some event that I need to be at. Like, I don't have to worry about taking days holiday and making sure it doesn't clash with anybody else, and worrying about oh, then I've only got twenty days holiday left or whatever. When I want to go, yeah, okay, I will go to this event and I will have fun and I will not worry about how much time I'm there or how much time I'm having off. Even if it means you get on your laptop at nine o'clock and yeah, do your bit then. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's the ideal. So. Is Cora creative? Is it too soon to tell? <laughs> she likes drawing. I mean, today, she actually like grabbed my hand and was like, "Mummy, draw!" And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and she like she shouts out things that she wants me to draw. So she goes, "Snail or rocket or <laughs> airplane," and then I have to draw them. And she gets all excited. Um, and then she gets the colour of just because of mental. I mean, if you look at some of the walls downstairs, then <laughs> you'll probably see her creativity there as well. <laughs> Don't tell her that one. Do you want to encourage her creativity? Yeah. I mean, she's got a good chance with me doing the whole arty thing and then um, Ben being a musician. Like, there's plenty of creative genes floating around the shop for her to be able to pick something up. 
Yeah, definitely. It'd be nice if she followed in my footsteps. Yeah. And could help out and we could build this like oh. I do invites empire together. That would be very cute. It would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be nice. You got a little bit of time before she's legally allowed to work. Oh. <laughs> Just, you might need an interim plan. Okay, all right. Well, I can, I can, you know, hold out, I guess, till she's, what, like, seven? <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> so, were you encouraged when you were a kid to be creative? Yeah, my mum was, like, super arty. So I found, like, sketchbooks. Probably when I was just starting, like, uh, to get into, like, arty bits at school, I found one of her sketchbooks and it was just filled with all these like beautiful like women that she'd drawn from all these like eras and I was like, Mother, what's this? And she was like, Oh, I can sketch and I guess that like that's quite cool to know that she could she could draw that too. And then my uncle, um, he used to own an art gallery down in Cornwall and he used to be one of like the creators for the Tate. Yeah. So my family is quite creative. So it was bound to happen, I suppose. So yeah, I was I was encouraged. I was never like, you know how sometimes you think like when everybody was like was told to go to university or told to do a degree and this and you've got to do something that's worthwhile. Like I wasn't like pressured into doing that. And when I said I don't want to go to university and just do a degree on nothing, um, I'm gonna have a year off. My mom was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Do what you want. And then when I turned around and went, Mum, I'm going to go to art school for a bit and just see what's what's crack-a-lacking there. <laughs> she was like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, she was quite, like, like she never, like, pushed me into it, but she just sort of let me do what I want and make my own decisions. Mm. And that's quite nice. So, looking back, would you change any of those decisions? No. Definitely not. I think I, like, I made some bad ones, but they've certainly like shaped me and made sorry I'm really nasal I'm just feeling like I'm just getting more and more yeah. <laughs> nosy good um, old hay fever good old bloody hay fever um yeah no I wouldn't change a thing yeah I think my bad decisions were good ones in the end yeah yeah so I think I know the answer to this one already but because time is very limited okay are you able to do any of your own work at the moment or is that kind of on the back burner yeah it's a bit on the back burner at the moment just because it's wedding season yeah and so uh, because I've been doing this for over a year now I'm basing it on what happened last year and I know when are the busiest times and especially now I've got like a bit of a rapport and I'm sort of like known and like and that makes me sound like a right dickhead <laughs> I'm known so. oh, you have clients darling so I have clients and I get recommended now which is nice um, and I get a lot of people going like oh I went to a wedding where you did the stationery for and they recommended you and which is super um, so I am busier this year than I was last year um, I've actually not done any fairs this year because of how busy I've been and trying to make sure like that balance is okay I don't want to be up till two, three in the morning every night no. because I do have to be up at six with a two-year-old every day. Every day, yeah. Own work gets pushed behind. I start things and then with all the intention of doing it, and then something comes up, and that that comes first, which is fine because mm. I'm still being creative, and I will jump on stuff. But the nice thing with me is I don't 
just do the, the wedding invites. I get a lot of other stuff people like now. So I've been doing like logos recently and like flyers and point of sale and a couple of websites here and there. So there's and stuff a, for the theatre that you do. Yeah, so there's a lot of creativity like that. I mean I get so much freedom in the theatres. Mm. So But I guess going back to kind of the first question, you define and build your creativity based on the jump off. Yeah. So actually the blank page and your motivation isn't what motivates you. You don't really go and set out and say, I'm going to do this. You're quite reactionary. You quite like being told, this is what I want. And you go, but is that really what you want? Because I can do that, but I think you really want this. And you like putting that pizzazz on and you like the spark that you get. And I do my own like spin on things. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Definitely. It's nice to have a jump off point because otherwise you are especially when you're working for somebody else like you're doing pieces for somebody else like it's them you've got to impress yeah and like if they just said to me went wedding stationery i would like okay <laughs> and it's nice to know like and it's a theme or colors or you know ideas they've had and i always ask them to like send me stuff that they've seen before and like pinterest is wicked because people will go on pinterest and do a pinterest wedding mm. and then they'll go right i want this 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 and this and this and i'm like right that's intense but I appreciate that you've gone on Pinterest because now I know what you like and you can see like patterns. Yeah. So you can see, right, they like this style of font or, okay, they've got mostly like these colours or just something or actually like the four out of the five images I've sent me have all been on craft. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so you can work, you can work around that. So I'm good at like spotting patterns out of what people give me now, but then that gives me then my jump off. And I do mm. tend to do like three or four like initial designs. Um, and being like, right, what do you like and what you what do you don't like? You know, it's not very often then um, they'll go, I want that one. Yeah. But sometimes I've done it and mm. done like four designs and they'll go, yeah, scrap them, I want that. Straight away. Those fonts, those colours, that paper, that, that. And I'm like, okay, well, that was easy. Yeah. And then sometimes I don't, and I can send them four designs and they're like, don't like any of the fonts, don't like any of the colours, don't like any of the papers. And I'm like, okay. But you I think, sent me those. So. Yeah, I think sometimes people don't know what they want until they see it. Yeah. Um, They're the hardest clients. Yeah. They're also the most fun. Yeah. Because you're like, right, how far can I take this? Like, I'll give you an example. One client I went to, went to to see, and I went to visit them, and they were lovely, and they were really into their gaming, but they were really unsure about featuring that in their wedding. Like, really unsure. They were like, oh, my mum is not going to like it, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but what do you like? It's your day... What do you like? And then we started off doing like subtly games, and then now we've got like full on games. <laughs> I bet you love that. And it's brilliant. It's and I mean like full on game. So I'm like yes. Yeah. And that was my influence. <laughs> and it's nice. I think it's nice to be told that they're allowed to do that. Yeah. I think you know when you see weddings and you think of weddings, you don't like. You, you do tend to like think quite traditional or what would other people want I mean I've done that planning my own wedding mm. gone oh you know we should keep it quite like minimal and all this and I'm like nah Star Wars themed today <laughs> dad that's what we're doing because why the hell not yeah two massive Star Wars fans that like you know what's just sci-fi fans in general I mean Cora's named after a character in Tron yeah so you have to be true to yourself and I think that uh, with I do invites I think what stands out and I've kind of helped you with the wedding fairs before and you see what the alternatives are when you go around yeah and it's very 
ivory and ivory yeah. ribbon and pearls stuck on it. Pretty. We, it's very pretty. It's very feminine. It's very girly. And I know that when I got married, that wasn't what I wanted. And I yeah. wanted something that really reflected us. Um, and it had weird and wacky elements yeah. to it. But that's what made me love it. And I think that you offer that service of kind of understanding them. You can still do the pretty and the feminine if yeah. that's what they want. Mm. But you'll throw in a curveball or a little edge of yeah, kind of Sallyisms. Yeah, something a little bit cheeky. Yeah. And they go for it. Because they're like, yeah, why not? <laughs> have a day. Like, I can do the pretty, and I have done the pretty. It's not very often. Mm. Most of my clients will come to me looking for something different. Yeah. Because I offer a bespoke service. And I've noticed that a lot of my competitors within, like, I suppose my like, catchment, I guess, maybe like West Midlands, a lot of them don't offer a bespoke. Yeah. Well, they do, and it's so expensive. Um, a lot of them will do, like, uh, templates where they can change the names and the colours. I mean, I've got a handful of four sets. And out of those four sets, I've only ever sold one design. Yeah. Like, six options, six different versions of that one design. The other three that I've done don't get even, don't even get looked at. And that's really interesting because mm. I can see what sort of, again, I suppose that's trendy. Yeah. That, that particular design. But a lot of my clients come to me wanting for something different. Like, I'm doing, like, festival tickets and, like, football, like, tickets and, like, you know, things like that. And then I'm doing things like, like, yours, which was so, like, out there. And then um, some of them are, like, really, like, text-based and some of them are really, like, intricate designs. I'm doing, mm. like, zoo themes. There's just so, this is like, nautical thing. I've got, like, a couple that get married on a boat. No, not on a boat, on a, a fort in the yeah. middle of the sea. <sighs> And they want this like nautical sort of like, and I just love it, absolutely love it. Harry Potter, like the Marauders map. Oh, that one was a good project. Done one of those as well. It's like it's brilliant. Gin. Mm. Just so many different options, and they come to me, and that's the good thing. If you look at my portfolio, if you look at my sample box, and pull everything out, there's not one that looks the same. No. And I think that's what really makes you stand out when you do go to these fairs because it is so. It's, it's diverse. not. It's diverse, and there's something for everyone. But it is supposed to be reflective of them. Yeah. You're not kind of just alternative and you'd only do black invites with skulls on. Like no. Or only do like sets where people could just change their names. Yeah. And, like it is they can come to me with whatever they want. Whatever their idea is, yeah. you can make it happen and I've seen that firsthand and they've given you impossible briefs and you kind of <laughs> it um, it happened. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. So, what's the uh, plan for the future? What's coming up this year for you? The POA. Yeah. Well, the next thing on my agenda is actually getting married myself. Mm. Holy crap on a cracker. Actually doing it. Becoming a missus. Yeah. This is my thing at the minute I've been toying with. Do I keep the Sally Howden or do I go down the, the, you know, the Sally Jones? Or, I, I think that there's quite... So you've got two schools of thought with changing your name. I was quite keen to change my name because for me, I love a fresh start. I love a new year. I love a Monday. I love a new month. <laughs> you do love a Monday. <laughs> but it, it just gives me that chance to kind of reinvent myself. Like I think I'm defined by wanting to constantly reinvent myself. Yeah. And I think that for me, changing my name allowed me to do that. But I have had the thought of it when, not if... I get back to my own practice, whether I keep that as Saunders. Yeah. And whether... P.S. It, yeah, my... Because I love P.S. And if I can have my identity as an artist 
to be her yeah and then my identity as whatever i am now <laughs> to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i don't know you can throw everything in and just say that no, this is what i am but then at the same time you've built that reputation yeah with your name and it's almost like a brand in itself and the annoying thing is i own the debate sallyhowder.co.uk yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. I've got the same. <laughs> well, not, I haven't got Sally Haggard. i UK as well. That would be weird. That would be bizarre. So, yeah, this is my this is my toy at the minute. This, mm. is, this is the thing I'm thinking. Anyway, back to your question. Agenda. Get married. Honeymoon the shit out of everything and do nothing <laughs> for two weeks. Uh, and then I want to do some fairs. Okay. Because... Once my time has been like has been free, that time that like I do have to do my own stuff is normally taken up with me doing my own wedding stuff at the moment. So once that's done, I want to do some fairs, get back out there, advertising some magazines and things, and then really sort of like crack on and start building. You know, building a massive like client base. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, just see where it goes. If I feel comfortable enough or safe enough. Yeah. To take the leap. Ugh. So what is it that holds you back at the moment? Security. Yeah. Like, if it was just me and Ben, I'd have probably just done it. Yeah. But we have, you know, there's... Cora needs stuff. Yeah, there's bills to pay. And... Yeah. And we like nice things at the moment. We like going on holidays and, like, going out to eat and doing nice stuff. And we'd probably have to just jiggle that round a little bit. But there's also things like Cora is growing and she grows out of clothes and things so bloody quickly if I only made so much this month which covered the bills and I couldn't put her in clothes or you know yeah it is it is just a security mm. and not saying that like she's to blame <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't give Cora a future complex <laughs> I hate you <laughs> I don't hate you I love you more than anything in the world but um yeah it, things would be different if yeah. I was like my own but I'm not, and I have her, and I have to think about her, and, like, nursery costs a, a lot of fucking money. Yeah. But it's the best thing that's ever happened to her, because she has just come on leaps and bounds since going there. Mm. She can, like, her speech has come on, and, like, just a whole communication, and just, like, sharing, and just doing stuff that she hasn't got because she's an only child. Yeah. Um, and so I wouldn't want to change that, but it costs money. So, so it's working out the balance. Yeah, it is working out the balance. But I think it, it's all a kind of, it's all a journey and it's all a balancing act. Yeah, and I am only new, like a year and a half old isn't that old for a business. No. And I have built up a lot of clients in that time, but, you know, it'd be nice to... Have the fairs been beneficial for business? Oh. Where do you think that... the most of your business comes from? Word of mouth. Yeah. Definitely word of mouth. I always get people who say, oh, I saw this on somebody else's like Facebook page or um, I went to a wedding and your stuff was there and I asked the bride. And that's how the majority of my of my work has come in. Mm. Uh, word of mouth. People see it, finding me on Facebook. So I suppose that leads in quite nicely to where can people find you? Facebook. <laughs> As. Uh, so I have a website. I do invites.co.uk 
which you can find all of my stuff. It needs updating um, with with my probably the last sort of six months worth of work. But again, it is finding the time to like because I like to spend a bit of time photographing the stuff properly because uh, I want nice nice images on there and stuff. So uh, you'll find most of the work there, and then all my latest work you'll find on my Instagram. Um, I try and keep the new new stuff like as a sneaky preview because I want the brides to or the, the grooms to send them out and their guests to see it first before they yeah. before I splash it all over the social medias. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I do do Twitter, but not very often. I'm not very good at Twitter. So no, just, I don't really get Twitter. Just, you know, I'm on it and it's lovely. I do direct messaging on Twitter, which I don't think's the point. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Those 144 characters are going to waste Polly Orton. They are. Uh, but yeah, Facebook's my main one. Yeah. Get loads of stuff through my Facebook, which is just Facebook forward slash I do invites, but the E's are three because someone had already taken it. That's annoying. So it's I D O I N V I T 3 S. I'll put a link in the show notes. Cool. <laughs> so that's it. Thank you very much. For... I'm sorry that I've got more and more days of <laughs> over the last hour. Yeah, well, thank you for putting up with me for 10 years and for me asking you continual questions about what is the nature of creativity oh, God. and what is the meaning of life. Okay. You help a lot. Okay. <laughs> I think our next uh, one should be when we have a drink and we're having a bit more of a chill and we have one of our random discussions. Yeah, you did talk at one point about us having a YouTube channel. I did, that would be fun. That would be fun. Maybe we make that. We Maybe that, that can be a future project. We should definitely do at least one and just see what <laughs> response we get out there or what we end up actually talking about. We'll probably just do boosh quotes. Quite possibly. I feel like we should end on a, on a boosh. <laughs> oh, so what, many. What's your favourite boosh quote? Oh, should we do soup? We could do soup. <laughs> okay, let's go. Breathe in the nasals. I do. Soup, super tasty soup, super spicy carrot and coriander, chili chowder, crouton, crouton. Crunchy friends are liquid rough. I am gazpacho. Ooh, I am a summer soup. Oh, miso, miso. Fighting in the dojo. Miso, miso. Orient Prince in the land of soup. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Keeping Curious with Sally Howden. I feel really lucky to have met Sally when I did, age 19 on my first day of art school. I think we've shared similar journeys and in some ways we have very different approaches to creativity. So it's really interesting to kind of get beneath the skin and find out what she really thinks about her process um, and also what knowledge she's learned along the way now that she's in a position to hire other graphic designers that she's on the lookout for different talents and I just thought that would be really useful for some of you. I also personally find her an inspiration how she balances creativity and motherhood um, because I always find that I don't have enough time for myself to do all the creative pursuits that I want to do and I can't imagine how difficult that is when you throw family into the mix as well. So I think that she's a complete inspiration to me for how she can start a business, work a day job and look after Cora uh, and still have the sense of humour that she does. I think she's amazing and I hope you did too. If you are listening and you are interested in either wedding invites or even if it's a business logo, Sally is incredible. She can take the tiniest brief and turn it into 
the work that you'd love to see. Um, she designed the Keeping Curious logo and as she said in the interview she also uh, designed my wedding invites uh, and all the stationery for the day. And I think I probably tested her to a limit into what was possible within a wedding invite. So I challenge you if you are interested in finding out a bit more about how she can help your business or whether you've got a party to set up. I'll put all the links in the show notes, but definitely one to watch. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll speak to you soon. Take care and keep curious.